Welcome back to Weebology, everybody. I'm your gamer girl, Professor Ricky. <laughs> wow. E-girl, yes. E-girl Ethan. Uh, <laughs> You're an E-girl? <laughs> I guess. You making that good cash on the streams? Yeah. Is that what's know, going on? Just anyway. <laughs> I uh, Flaunting a little skin. Recently bought a uh, almost irresponsibly powerful gaming laptop. So I, today, before we started recording, just started uh, Cyberpunk. Which Welcome, if, man. Yeah, if you guys have been watching the streams on our YouTube channel, uh, Ethan, with his big, thick tower, has been uh, streaming. Had been playing had it. Been, I, you, know, I, you know, could start that back up again and stuff. Dude, it's, um, the, it's the holidays, man. It's the holidays. I don't well, think, yeah. You know, I'm, for that. I'm gonna take off probably like two weeks toward the end of the year. Yeah. That's, um, I wish I could do that. <laughs> well, I only, I took off this week that we just came off of and then one yeah. other week this year. So, Oh, nice. You know, I really haven't done anything. And then since I worked through like Christmas season last year, my, our like GM or whatever was like, Hey, take an extra year, uh, week off guys. So I was like, all right, that's really chill. <laughs> <Bet>. <laughs> I, I have this thing where I like, I'll nickel and dime myself all year. Like I'll take three, four day weekends, just kind of like one day here, two days there. And then suddenly at the end of the year, I'm like, where did all my days go? Yeah, but it's my fault. This is a me thing, right? You know, but, you know. Ever, I, I, I think next year I will be. I, I might want to save and just like take off a month. That'd be. I don't know. What, do you feel like you get out of the swing of things if you were to take off like an entire month's worth of? I don't think that'd work? be possible for us or for me. I, I, oh, oh, like the ability to even do so, or I think my boss and teammates would be like, "What the fuck are you doing?" <laughs> Like, but it, it, they're they're yours to use. I mean, that's yeah. But like within reason, I don't think you can just be like, yeah, I'm not going to do anything for a month. Good luck. I'm going to try. I'm going to try. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm going to just say like, you know what, month of December, nah, I don't even work. Well, that's a different story. I think people do that actually quite frequently. I I've never done that. I've kind of always wanted to just like say fuck a whole month. For I the really year. don't believe that you're going to have the foresight to keep a month's worth of vacation till the very end of the year. It is wishful thinking. That would be it? a disastrous year. Like such a <laughs> boring year. It would be you nothing boring to as look hell. forward to. But it'd be good. It'd be good to just keep my mind in the future. Just, you know, just seeing ahead. Yeah, but what if Japan opens and then it's like actually possible to Ooh, go visit? Now you're speaking my language. Now you're, now you're hitting me where I live. Okay. I'm still going to take off that whole month, though. I'm still going to do it. I'm still going to do it. I'm, 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 I'm looking for the future. Just so you want to go to Japan? I'm confused. I do want to go to Japan. Of course I want to go to Japan. But I mean, like, we'll have to see if it opens up or not. We just got to, you know. It, yeah. I it, mean, it's actually nuts that they're still, like, the only country, really, that hasn't opened. I mean, yeah. And to... To their credit, I get it. I I guess it's probably to their benefit, but at the same is time, it? they're losing money from tourism, right. and I imagine tourism is a big part of you know Japanese economic intake. I would imagine, right? But you know, not great foresight on their part. Speaking of foresight, Ethan, terrible, <laughs> too bad. They're not all going to be winners, but we are going to be looking ahead in one of our. F- famously fun segments of not reviewing what came you know before we're right. gonna look ahead we're gonna look this episode at the new season coming up ahead winter 2022 and you know i was telling ethan before it's kind of a it seems a little light i'm curious is it is it a winter thing because 
This happened the last couple of years. Winter always seemed to be light. They never really had a lot of offerings. Well, however, there are a number of bangers, a number of sleepers, and a number of absolute dumpster fire trash situations going on here. Right. Um, so that's how we're going to try to play it. We're going to back and forth it, see if we want to hit what are our biggies, what are our dark horses, what are the what's going to be the dumpster fires. And, uh, you know, if it's light, it's light. Who knows? Who knows? Um, yeah, I, I mean, I think there's an easy one just to start off with. Hit it, man. Hit it, man. That's going to be a ripper. Oh, yeah. Attack on Titan, final season, part two. Ooh, baby. Oh, baby. Okay, so I'm, I'm told by the, the manga crowd mm-hmm. that this is, uh, it ends pretty wild. That it's definitely left turny and all that stuff. And I, I, I know nothing about the second half of this last season. Um, I know nothing about the last season. I still haven't watched the first part. You still haven't watched the first part? No. Okay. So... Uh, light spoilers for that season. Uh, I mean, sorry. I mean, we do it for them. I got to do it for you too. I'm not worried about it. the The time skip they use to very interesting effect. Um, it's a four year time skip. So I mean, you know, not famously the time skip literally in our world from season one to two, but in this show, it kind of all runs to the very end of season three, and then a four year time skip happens and. They leave you in the dark about a lot of things in that first part. Like you're kind of stumbling and fumbling for details, and mm. um, I thought it it the pace it made the pacing super weird. I think, but it did all come to a head in a really really good kind of almost cathartic way. Um, and the way they used the characters on what they did in those four years, I, I think it landed. Um, it's not gonna be for everybody i i think the days of the first couple seasons where it's a lot of uh people's entryway into anime that's long gone this is this is for the vets these are for the the veteran weeps i think and i don't know if that's necessarily a good or bad thing if a show kind of alienates a whole crowd of individuals um that maybe wanted to get into this but i think if you start from season one and you have you know just barely dipped your toes into the anime game, then I think if you followed this journey up to now, it's a it's still legendary. Like it really is. But I found it almost weirdly unapproachable, even as someone who watched the first three seasons. Huh? Yeah, it's a really weird thing. It's still it's not bad at all. Why well, I, I I assume it's just a massive like tonal shift. It right? is. Like, it is. Yeah. Because at the end of where we left off in season three, part two or whatever, it's like, damn, shit just got real, real. And then so I imagine it's like sort of like this undercover insurgency kind of scenario. You, you're not far off, honestly. Right. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, but, but to that end, right, is that like they everything got so real at the end of that third season. And then they decided instead of following that realness from the moment onward, they decided to take a four year time skip and i'm like i kind of wish they didn't do that i kind of wanted to see the growth of the resolve of like aaron and mikasa and all that and like you kind of only see the aftermath in a lot of respects and it's good and bad it's Mm -hmm. it's a good and bad thing but it's not what i guess maybe i wanted and again selfish thing this happened with fucking moonlit fantasy and it's happened recently in shows i've watched and i wanted one thing the show delivered something else 
it wasn't necessarily bad, but I went in with different expectations. Yeah. Um, but it, I, again, like from what they set up in season four, part one, part two is probably going to be a fucking banger, dude. <laughs> it's probably going to be a banger. Yeah. I mean, so that's why I mentioned it first. I think it's going to be like, regardless of really how it turns out, like whether it's feels like, you know, ends like we want it to or not, like, yeah, right. it's definitely going to be that show that people are going to be talking about. So in my opinion, it's definitely should be on your list as like one of the top three or four this season that you have to watch. Absolutely. This is required reading, like w- without a doubt. Um, jumping from that, <laughs> jumping from that to the obvious trash that's going to happen this season. And I don't know why it is so high up on the list on livechart.me, which, which we use to do our season predictions. So you can follow along there. But Ari Ferretta season two is literally number four in the list. And what? Did people like this show? We know someone who did. Yeah. Uh, um... A fan of ours uh, by the name of Saint. Shout out to him. He's a real one. He's an OG, but he's in the Discord. And he will die on this hill yeah. Like uh, for this show. And I, I, I don't think either of us see it. Well, it's just funny. It's like... I liked Suka Michi way more than I like Ari Ferretta, and it's really oh. kind of the same thing, but it's just like <laughs> less disgusting in my opinion. There's just no shame with Ari Ferretta, it's right? Honestly, just disastrously shameless. You have the the up the pooper dragon. You I mean, have, what was that? Yeah, that was just disrespectfully not okay. <laughs> and then you had the the bunny who got came on in that one weird uh, house of. Uh, yeah. Fun house of doors and just oh no, random you know scene, yeah. <laughs> random yeah. uh, semen scene, if you will. I don't you think shouldn't it was specifically that, but oh no, uh, yeah, it was just non-specific enough for it You're to right. be up to your interpretation. But oh, uh, the spider web, ew. Oh, ew. Yeah, this is such a gooey spider web. I don't know how the All fuck right. that happened. <laughs> moving but on, moving on. This is going to be a trash one for me. If you were a big fan of our Fred of season one. I have no doubt second season will just be more of the same. Yeah, so. and we have no words for you either. But hey, hit us up on the Discord. If some for some fucking reason season two just happens to be a banger. We I, already I will... know that we're gonna be reached out to to uh watch it and there's just zero shot that I will do that. So uh, we can do it for a worst of weeb, but I don't know how we can see how far we get into season two and do a worst of weeb on it, but maybe. <sighs> yeah. But yeah, it's um it's not for me. It's not for us. It's not for the class, but here we are. Um, you want to do another slapper? Hit, yeah, hit a slapper. Hit a slapper. I believe. Okay. Demon Slayer, Metsu no Yaiba, payment arc will actually happen. <laughs> yes, yes. I was going to bring that up. That I don't think the showings in fall 2021 was the slapper we wanted because we kind of talked about it in an episode past of the Mugen Train movie. It, it it pulled kind of like a DB Super. Where it's exactly it, what it was like. Yeah, they literally, for the first part of that arc, they literally just recapped it. So I actually didn't watch it. Me either. Okay, so like I want to wait until I'm told, like, hey, the enter- the entertainment district arc is actually like starting now, and then I'm going to jump in, and it's going to be an absolute banger. I, I have no doubt, but I, what are your thoughts on shows doing something like that, where they made it... You know, ma- it's been funny, because I've been noticing, like... Kometsu no Yaiba me- memes and stuff about, uh, I forget the demon's name. Oh, the Kamada, one that looks like Michael I Jackson? Think, or something like that. 
Oh, he's got like the no, 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 not him. Oh, the chick. No, uh, Akaza or whatever from from the movie. Oh, oh, the final battle. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So those have been showing up all over the place all of a sudden, and I'm like, why the hell now? And I realize they probably just got to him in the actual like anime gotcha. readaptation. Yeah, but um, I don't know. I think. I guess you would have to do it like as an accessibility situation, right? Like you can't right. just paywall the beginning of a season. And and I think that's what we we had lamented a bit about where it felt like you had to go see this movie. And I think we I might have even been you who mentioned it. Like either you paywall this and you have to go see it. Yeah. Or you spend an entire part of a season, like one core of two to recap everything so everyone gets to experience that part of the story because which is kind of dog shit if you think about it really it is but you think about it like why would you spend all that movie cash to make that movie then if you're gonna already do the season about it I don't understand it why don't you just put that it does seem like it'd be like doing the same thing over again what I I don't know because we didn't watch it is like are there differences in the like the anime adaptation the show I guess that's that's something that maybe we shouldn't talk about because we don't know much about it. But I would say if they have changed it enough or significantly enough to where it was like, you know, like in Super, it was not exactly Battle of whatever it was. Battle of the Gods, Resurrection F. Resurrection F. Uh, Yeah, It wasn't exactly, it didn't play exactly like that. But is it just because they they had to cut stuff out because it was just like an hour and change movie? Or was there stuff added that wasn't from like, was the movie? That's like, I guess a fair point. I'm yeah, not was... sure whether that was like a didn't make the editors cut for two hour movie or or like, yeah yeah yeah. So like, did they had to pad out the time? Though I do know super like Go Gohan his like actual design changed. Like yeah, it did you yeah, know, yeah during the resurrection of F movie. Like he was this little dweeby. Absolute scrawny boy yeah, supreme, yeah. yeah. And when he showed up in the actual show, like he was a little beefier and stuff like that. So they did like change stuff. I think personally, it's pretty stupid, like from a resource constraint situation to like literally redo the whole thing again. Right, right. Why, why, why would you want that? It seems like to me, okay, I would just say, okay, please go see it in theaters. But if you don't, we're going to also release it on like. Netflix in like six months, or you just have yeah, like a Crunchyroll situation where you just like literally like in the seasons where it's season one, Mugen Train, season two, exactly yeah, like that. Right, where like just that have it there, right? And so I don't know, man. Like I'm not the biggest fan of the concept. Either do one or the other. Don't half-ass two things, full-ass one thing. Well, and- that's the thing that I don't know that we know enough. To really be saying they're half-assing either of the two, because I think the movie was fine. And the movie was fantastic. I, yeah. I, 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 it was a solid movie, and it is ufotable, and they've famously put movie quality shit into their seasonal stuff. I mean, look at Unlimited Blade Works. I mean, that famously just, one of the best right, animated. It just shit makes of all you time. wonder, though, like yeah, like what are you doing? What are you gaining? I don't understand. How, they can't make more money from this. Right, exactly. It's just, uh, I guess, more merch and more eyes more on the story. More merch, how? I, I don't know, more eyes on the story? Like, people that wouldn't have paid to go see the movie, now it's going to watch it in the seasonal anime form? I, I don't know, just... I'm not sure what... The only thing I could think is if they are going to basically take however much of the movie that they made 
chop it up into episodes yeah. so that they literally are giving themselves like banked time, right? Okay. Because like that's the only thing that would make sense. I don't understand why you would make a movie and then also redo it. You know, this is maybe a situation where we're just chatting shit, but I think, you know, it's it's just a weird situation. I'm not sure what the plan is or how they're, how they're supposed to make more money from it. And again, that might be the primary question, right? And, but boy, this this kind of maneuver seems to be, I wouldn't say ubiquitous, but it's now trending. There are big names that are making movies and then just like redoing that same story in a season of anime. They paid animators twice to do one thing. Why? I don't know. There may be some legitimacy to that. You know, let us know. But uh, I don't see that. I don't see the necessarily the purpose of all that. So. One thing I do see the purpose of, though, another banger, this is one that I'm putting all my chips on, is JoJo Part 6, Stone Ocean, baby. I am so fucking excited for this part. I want it. I want it so bad. Thoughts? Like, this is gonna, I think this is just gonna get even weirder than Part 5. Were you... What are your thoughts on part five? Because this is only going to get more of the same, I think. Yeah. Um, I mean, everyone likes Jolene the best, I think, from what I hear. So, yeah, you know, I think uh, a female main character, Jojo, is going to be interesting because, you know, it's a little bit outside of what we've been, you know, experiencing for the first five parts. Right. You know, yeah. uh, but... Cause I, mean, I know that it's like a cool kind of story. Everyone likes it. So, you know, I'm excited to to watch it. But, uh, you know, I don't know much about it. I, I have not spent any time looking up like lore or anything like that. So I'm sort of just like in a situation where I'm just waiting for it to happen. You know what I mean? Right. And I will say from the time of recording for you guys, the students listening at home right now, on if you're listening on Monday, thank you for being day one but. It will be out on Tuesday. All 12 episodes will be out on Netflix. December, December 1st. Released ahead of series December 1 premiere on Netflix. I'm told. For one of them. Then it will be out on Wednesday, December 1st. <laughs> so yeah, two days from the time you're probably listening. And if you're listening on Wednesday, fun fact, it's up from what I'm seeing right here. Uh, it takes place in Florida in 2011. What a strange. I guess we, because we had like. Finally back in America. Back in America. Back in the days of Joseph Joestar. Oh my God. I'm, I cannot be more excited. I mean, it's interesting too. And the synopsis even says that the the last sentence is the final battle to end the century long fateful confrontations between the Joestar family and Dio begins. So we are in the end game now from the synopsis's, you know, delivery of all that. Uh, I am, uh, this is going to be one of the ones that I watch literally instantly. Like, I can't, I can't help it. Uh, I'm, I'm such a. How do you know they're releasing? Uh, bup, 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 bup. Let's go back to the link. David Production, da, da, da. In Italics premieres on Netflix worldwide with the first 12 episodes at once. If you click on the link on livechart.me. Hey, I guess. Right. Wait for that to happen. It's interesting. I'm in for it. Oh. So, um, 
maybe some more that are possible bangers. Okay, the dark horse bangers. We'll see. Um, Who knows? Unless I don't know. Yes. Did you start watching Shaman King or no? No, I actually haven't, and I I've been meaning to do so actually. But you've been watching you you watch a good bit of it, right? Yeah. So what whatever that original release was, thirteen episodes or whatever I watched. Yeah. Um, it's certainly like kitty you can tell right, it, it's right? Built, it was built for four kids like. it's like super four kids esque. Yeah. <laughs> um like so maybe not really my style anymore <laughs> fair um, that's a fair thing you know maybe something that if i was like a new kid getting an anime that could be interesting but um, okay um another show is platinum end have you been watching it at all uh i watched actually the first two episodes and then i went <sighs> I got distracted by Boruto. I'm not. I'm not even gonna be shy about it. I got distracted by Boruto. Not proud of that fact. I'm either. not proud of that either. Yeah, uh, well, I've watched seven of them. Okay, it's interesting. It's a very like artistic show. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of like a different style. I, I, I'm not gonna even hazard to try to think of a comparable art style because that would just take me a while of going hmm, hmm. <laughs> but um Fair. you know it's a very interesting art style i think it's similar to death note i believe they're ooh it is like supposed to be after that style okay um but it is it's also sort of in that same kind of realm where it's like saninesque where like essentially there there's this competition to become god these an- these angels come down and pick people who are like lost or about to kill themselves or yada yada yada. Okay. And give them the opportunity to become truly happy, you know, to become God. So you can get like different powers based on how strong the angel was that came to talk to you. So there's oh. like different powers, but it's essentially just like a death battle to the end. It's, okay. It's a lot like like a future diary. Okay. It's a lot yeah. like. You know, any of these battle game kind of anime. Miraniki, but also kind of like super powered, like crazy super powered. Like it, it, it says supernatural thriller. Yeah. I mean, so like some people can fly. Some people can shoot white arrows that kill people instantly. Some people can shoot red arrows that make people fall in love with you for 30 days. Oh, the Cupid special. Right. I like that. So okay. it's like a little bit of different power sets, but okay. it's not like, you know, it's not like, um, anything where you'd have like thousands of different powers and like all this cool stuff, but it's more of like a mind game. Nobody knows who each of the other God candidates are, you know, kind of like some sneaky stuff going on, like mm-hmm. ways to figure out who they, who they are. Right. Yeah, it's just a mind gamey kind of right, shit. Right. Okay. Mind gamey stuff. So pretty good. Uh, it's got a 7.8 right now. Looks 7. like 7.8. Damn. It, I mean, it's solid. Like there's nothing crazy good about it, but there's nothing like bad about it either. So I, I've watched up to seven of those. Okay. Um, and you know it's going to continue on. I think it'll still do well. Okay. Um, I, I think I'll put that on the list because like I've I've actually been looking for some new new stuff to watch. So this is going to be anything that is a two core leading into this. I'm definitely going to run back and pick up. Um, one of my sleeper picks only because I had someone actually bring this up to me. Because uh, it's a it's a manga called Orient. Uh, the synopsis goes real simple kind of situation. Uh, when unidentified creatures known as Kishin suddenly appear in Japan, all the most famous military leaders were killed in battle 
and the end of the world seemed close at hand. But now, 150 years later, demons still rule the world, and only the band of Bushi continues to fight for freedom. Misashi and Kirijo, uh, Kyojiro, out of admiration for these brave fighters, strive to form the strongest band of Bushi in this classic battle animation story uh, of friends passionately chasing a dream. I think it's going to be very show, like formulaic shonen. It just looks crispy to the nines from what it looks like. And apparently it has a very strong manga following and it's, you know, and it's from a studio I don't actually recognize much of ACGT, which they did Initial D. They ha- they did uh, Kino's Journey. They did a couple um, pretty well animated stuff, but I know not very much, if anything, at at all. They did like fit, uh, New Fist of the North Star in like 2003. Like, um, new? <laughs> not, well, <laughs> not all of it's new, but, yeah. uh, but like, uh, um, yeah, I mean, it sounds interesting. Definitely something to check out. Um, that, I'm going to call one of my sleepers. But I, don't know but I just think the, uh, like the movie poster or whatever for the show looks super like, I don't know. 2010s like battle anime which it, i'm fine with honestly right that's right. my gin yeah yeah <laughs> that is the sweet spot right, right. there yeah so I'm, I'm gonna call one of them um so here's one that i think is has to be considered kind of like a sleeper pick because we haven't watched it i'm certain but it's got a really high rating and it's a second core starting which is ranking of kings Yes, this has been highly celebrated. And we did we did like talk about it obviously last season and you know, I think it was rated high even then and I had heard people kind of talking about it being good. Um it's Wit Studio and it's the second core coming up. It's rated 8.28 right now. Cheesy Pete. Okay, yeah, no, man, like I might just say screw the whole platinum amend. I might give this one a look cuz it looks goofy as fuck. It like is it is goofy. I okay, think. it looks completely unassuming um and for anyone who's curious synopsis is small the boji is a deaf prince who lacks power and sword wielding ability he's also the heir to the throne and has high hopes for his future after finding a friend in the shadow kage boji sends on his sets off on his grand adventure to become the greatest king the world has ever seen simple simple as fuck but again the source is digital manga does that mean it's a webtoon is that what that is that what that's implying? I'm really sure what that means. I I, I think I want to say digital. Mo- it must be like a webtoon or something like that. But like, man, it's 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 highly celebrated. And what about it did made you not want to watch it initially? Like, I, I could say the same thing. It just like I said, it just looked like it's not that I didn't want to watch it because I had I think I mentioned that as like a dark horse last season. Um, yeah, just something I haven't gotten around to yet. I've. I've watched, I think, five or six from last season that I'm mm-hmm. like kind of going through as it plays. Um, so I just haven't gotten to it, I guess. But, um, you know, s- since there'll be a lot to watch, right, a-, a good amount to actually binge, I think it'll be worth kind of the the, the watch now. Um, plus, there's not really too much in this season that I'm super interested in. So, you know, it's worth, uh, I think, uh, a place on the list. But speaking of stuff I'm really interested in... Oh, yeah. Part two of How a Realist Hero Rebuilt the Kingdom. Dude, I actually started this, and I kind of 
understand why it's okay. Yeah. It's, I don't know what it is. Like, it's not, it's very, very crunchy. Like, you, it's, it's very in the weeds of the politics, the economics, and, you know, I, 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 I thought I loved that aspect of Log Horizon, but I can't now quite say that I have the same love for Realist Hero as I did for Log Horizon. There seems to be a spiritual difference between the two, and I don't quite have the articulation or the vocabulary to articulate that. I'd say the difference is we haven't really gotten to any kind of period in realist hero to where it's like a war or a, like a big battle. Like there's been a few like little military excursions, but it hasn't been much like, like the difference is in log horizon when they pop in, like shit is going off the fucking wall and they have to like, yeah, fix it. You but, know what I but mean? But their fix isn't always, you know, battle centric. It's that, 99% of the time battle centric. But a lot of their shit is, is pretty benign and, you know, like political, economic, societal. Like, that's what I think Log Horizon really kind of it, it hits a note there that I don't think a lot prior hit a similar thing like that. Something in my mind makes me think that Realist Hero is trying to capture a bit of that. And something is falling slightly flat there for me. You know, they just don't have. I think it's the action. There's not as much action as Log Horizon has to combat sort of those boring uh, board meetings or whatever you want to call. You know what I mean? Plus, you know, I'll admit there are more battles in Log Horizon. Right? I wouldn't call it 99.9 percent, but like, you know, compared to this, absolutely. <laughs> Com- okay, compared to this, yeah, yeah, then that might, that might be it. So maybe they they just need to have some shit go off. Maybe they just have to have a war, just a just a quick one, just a little quick war. Yeah, I uh, mean that. End of last season had some of that, um, yeah. but anyway, it doesn't matter. This is for me something that I really enjoy. <laughs> you son of a bitch! You're um, not allowed to like things. Yeah, how dare you this like? This is things. for me, damn it! And then oh. I do see a literal copycat. Did you notice this? I think I did. Is this the one? I th- uh, I'll the okay. G- yeah, you can do it. No, no, I want you to do it because it may be the one I'm not thinking of. So this um, copycat literally says, The Genius Prince's Guide to Raising a Nation Out of Debt. There it is. <laughs> Comedy and Fantasy. Uh, it, it ain't easy being a genius, my dude. I thought I was going to say, it ain't easy being cheesy. Uh, <laughs> Prince Wine is ready to commit treason. <laughs> and who can blame him? Faced with the impossible task of ruling his pathetic little kingdom, this poor guy just can't catch a break. <sighs> But with his brilliant idea of auctioning off his country, this lazy prince should be able to retire once and for all. Or that was the plan until his treasonous schemes lead to disastrous consequences, namely accidental victories and the The favor favor of of his people. people. So basically, it's a guy who wanted to just like, all right, sell the country. I'm done. I'm going to go live, you know, in in squat in in wealth and debauchery forever just be a true rich degen but all of a sudden oh no he's a good leader now and everyone likes him and the country's doing fantastic and he hates it yeah yeah this seems man that this seems like a fucking dog shit like try to capture some of the thing that's crazy is i didn't know realist hero did like well enough for them to be like we gotta do the same thing a lot of but a lot of people are doing that there's the one last season where the guy like was a successful adventurer and he like retired right and he just retired to like the boonies to go live up yeah, the rest yeah, of his yeah, life yeah. so i mean i think there is a 
There must be some sort of like market for more uh, slice of lifey type set in high fantasy yeah. and like non isekai high fantasy D and D shit where it's like you know these heroes are like they were successful or have all the things to be successful but give it up in some respect. I don't know what exactly this genre is, but we're seeing a trend here now that these things are happening and. You know, not even just that, too. There's, like, people getting, you know, OP people getting reborn is a constant, you know, trope and there's high fantasy shit. And we have another one of those this season called The Strongest Sage with the Weakest Crest. And, you know, this is this is going to be one of my, I think, my dumpster fires of the year. Um, <laughs> but, uh... JC Staff, man. I famously, like, clown on them all the time, which is probably not okay, but they did combatants, I think, right? Um... I don't recall you. I'm really salty know. about One Punch Man season two, pretty famously. So I mean, that's accurate. <laughs> and they and that was JC staff shit. So, but no, this this one it, it just seems pretty uh pretty blase, benign shit. His strength limited by the magical crest with which he was born. Uh, Matthias, the world's most powerful sage, decides reincarnation is necessary to become the strongest of all. Upon his rebirth as a young boy, Matthias is thrilled to discover he's been born with the optimal crest for magical combat on his first try, which implies that he could have tried over and over again until he got his own, so the stakes are already gone. Uh, unfortunately, the world has been born into... Oh, the world he's been born into has abysmally poor standards when it comes to magic, and everyone thinks he's still marked for failure. Now it's up to Matthias to prove everyone wrong, World's strongest sage style. Ew. Ew. Sounds pretty awful. It sounds it, it sounds just so like merchy. Like this is yeah. the one they're gonna sell merch on. There's gonna be some harem shit. It literally the poster looks like the textbook MC for harem bullshit. It even has two chick I'm just done with it. Like Kirito with long hair with two girls. Yes. Like and it's like taboo tattoo kind of thing. Like he's got the whole the crest. It, it it just seems like a hodgepodge of bullshit. Um, but it, I'd rather honestly, what which would you rather watch, the Genius Prince or Strongest Sage? Hmm. Um. Hmm. I think I. You know what? As much as I think, I just probably that, strongest strongest sage. That's <laughs> what I was gonna say. I know you just clown on it for about an hour, but uh, I literally just adding out time to clown on this show I don't know anything about but like on the real I'd rather watch Strongest Sage because I think it's gonna be like the action adventure fantasy versus comedy fantasy we know how comedy plays out in a lot of these shows like one of the one of the funniest shows we've watched recently like Combatants was hysterical Konosuba famously is funny um uh my senpai is annoying for me I don't know if you've seen any of that but Office comedy actually actually kind of slaps. It's extremely cute, um, but it's also really really funny. Uh, but yeah, comedy doesn't really fly too heavy in anime. When someone says, "Oh, we're comedy," um, you know, I, I don't have a lot of faith in that shit, right? Do you, I? They just aren't I, funny. I don't go for it. For I don't go to anime to, for comedy. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. It's not. I, I don't know. I think it's like has to be all like slapstick. Which I think is like kind of horse shit. And I, I don't think it has to be. That's just where everyone seems to go is slapstick, right? And I don't think that's... Uh, I think it has to be because reading 
situational comedy is like a disaster. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, this I, is I do, literally right. the same conversation we had for combatants. It's just like reading like comedy in a different language where you're not actually getting like the connotations of what they're saying. The, yeah, the inflections, right. the everything. That's why we, we talked about it with the combat. Exactly. Episode, the, the dub, they seem to have fun with it and the rapport was there. And as an English speaking set of professors, we found that they did a really good job with that dub. And right. again, I, I'm still eating fucking crow for some reason saying I like a dub. This is what happens when I when a sub boy works in absolutes, right? The one dub that comes yes, around. <laughs> only Sith work in absolutes. <laughs> now, this is a next one is I think a certified banger, but you have not watched it yet. Okay. The season two or part two of the case study of Vanitas is coming out this season. Yeah, you mentioned you're watching that. Okay. And it claps cheeks super hard. Really? Yeah, it's very very good. Okay. Uh, quick pitch. Um. No. Cool. Just, um, just no. Then. Yeah. Uh, vampire world. Like that's it's, it. Right. You okay. know. Um. I. I don't even want to like really want to pitch it because it's just so good. Is it the, I don't spa- is it the space it. one? No. No. There's a vampire one that came out last season that uh, you know, it, vampires turns out they make great astronauts because they can survive extreme. No. You know, no. No. It's circumstances. Not like that at all. Um, it's sort of like um. It's a little bit like the Blade universe, how there's like a aristocracy for vampires. Oh, 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 oh. But they're like hidden, obviously, from the rest of humanity. Right. Yeah, so there's yeah. some bullshit going on in, in vampire land. Uh-huh. And there's this guy named Vanitas who takes on this mantle of this like super hated vampire, hmm. but he has the ability to like save the vampire race, essentially. So it's all on his shoulders. Yeah. Kind of basically. Okay. I was talking about Arena, the Vampire Cosmonaut. Yeah, I haven't heard of that. Uh, I'm told it's uh, very dog good and very you horny. heard it was good? Yes. It very, sounds dog shit. Very good and very horny. So. Sounds like dog water. <laughs> it's called dog water? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> fair enough. Okay. I, um, the one I was actually looking at, this is, this is the top of my list for Dark Horses. This is, a, this is a real blind pitch, and I'll tell you why. This is... Sabakui Bisco, Sabikui, I think, Sabakui, I don't know, uh, Sabakui Bisco by a studio called Oz, and they have exactly one thing, and that would be this show that is coming out. So this studio has no other showings, at least on LiveChart.me. They're founded in 1980, so they must have had something, but it, nothing else is showing up on the site. So they're not really kind of big clapper, but action adventure fantasy and it looks really kind of interesting um it looks very dystopian future uh he's kind of an archer looking dude or our pro tag um it seems a little more you know classic-y shonen-y but i think you know it's set up to be almost kind of like this buddy cop situation He's got to save a dying master. He has a, a buddy or some kind of a partner that goes out with him to find a special mushroom. It seems very... Um, when I see shows like this, the stakes are very personal. Like, he's got to just save his dying master. He just has a buddy along with him. This isn't like trying to save the world or anything, from what I can see. Um, but he's originally out here just trying to do some basic-ass shit to save his master. I think this has uh, this has slapper written on it. 
I don't know if it's gonna. I don't know if it's gonna do that. I have nothing else to base it on, just from the little things I'm, <laughs> I'm doing it. But uh, I'm doing. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, and like I said, I wanted to be like, oh, this has all the pedigree and everything. Nope. It's just the trailer looked good, the poster looked good, the synopsis looked fine. That's it. Hey, sometimes that's all you got. We'll see. We'll see. I don't know. I could be dead wrong, but I want to be right about this one because this looks uh, this looks very interesting to me. And I, I, I want it to start, but that's not starting for like another month or so. So Honestly, the rest of these look so boring to me that I have like really no interest in even mentioning their names. Really? Yeah. Uh, what were some of the trash ones that were coming out? Um, she professed herself to people of, of the wise man. Yeah, I think that's going to be dog shit. That's I probably going to be Requiem dog shit. Requiem of the Rose King is going to be dog shit. What is a, is that the Jose one? Uh, no. No. That which is one? Love of Kill. Love of Kill. What is it, Jose? Is that, oh, are we about to learn some shit? Unless, unless you know what a Jose is off the top of your head. Uh, oh, it's the same as signing, but for women. So, oh. yeah, signing is to shonen what Jose is to shoujo. Okay. And now we know. Now we know. We are we are better professors for it, and they're better students because of that. Yes. <laughs> are, are we really? <laughs> I guess we're not that good. My Dress Up Darling by Cloverworks. Oh, that's like... going to slap. It's going to slap. I think it's garbage. I know. But it <laughs> doesn't mean I can't get hyped for it anyway. Now, I do love this show, but I think the irregular at Magic High School reminiscence arc is going to be dog shit because I can't stand any, like, any what? flashback garbage. So this is, so, oh, it's this is, literally a remnant. it's literally a flashback arc. It's like three years before our first season. Um, I'm going to go ahead and take a hard no on yeah, that. Not a fan. Um, not a fan of that at all. Yeah, but look, 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 I mean, I, I'm seeing it. Is is winter just famously light? That's the thing. I'm I I feel like we've seen this in the last couple of years. I don't know if that's if that's just how it's cyclically going lately. But there's like seven or eight decent shows, so I don't think it's necessarily much worse than normal. It's just maybe like there's really two really big ones, and then everything else is like maybe B tier. I think is the difference, like S versus B tier. I guess I'd rather guess take three that. because JoJo. Yeah, I'd rather take that. I guess I'd rather have more, more bangers proportionally than just a bunch of offerings and none of them really landing. Yeah. Um. Girl is front line. The game story is set in an alternate timeline near future Earth in twenty sixty. <laughs> <laughs> the aftermath of a military incident that resulted in widespread disease, as well as the recent conclusion of careless nuclear war, has <laughs> massively depopulated the planet, rendered much of the surface uninhabitable, and reduced the once great nations to shadows of their former selves. Former selves. Wow. And Androids a- used for labor and combat have become an important facet of life and easy rep easily replicable uh, and disposable androids known as tactical dolls, T-dolls for short, (laughs) are used for private military companies in the front lines of numerous bushfire wars, brushfire wars. (laughs) In the game, the player takes the role of a fresh commander in a PMC. 
Okay. Wow. Commanding wow. T dolls to fight against a new AI threat. So dog water. Asahi Productions did Peach Boy Riverside, which people like. And people like, but at the same time, the source is game, and we famously know what that means. It's gonna be trash. Right. Um other one I saw was right next door was Miss Kororitsu from the Monster Development Department. This it's comedy sci-fi. I'm like like damn sure this is gonna be like a uh you know monster harem show for sure. This is gonna be the horniest show of the year. Doesn't say anything about like romance or anything, so I don't know if I agree. We'll see. We'll see. It's gonna it's gonna be a horny one, my dude. I don't think it's gonna be more horny than Worlds in Harem. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, let's pick up Worlds in Harem because that uh is really high on this list, and I don't know why. It is a fair okay, that one's Ichi Harem Sci-Fi and Shonen? What? How the fuck did that what the hell? The time is near future Tokyo, Japan in 2040. Rito, a young man suffering from an intractable disease, vows to reunite with his childhood friend Riza and decides to cold sleep to cure her illness. What? I, when he wakes up five years later, the world is undergoing a major transformation. The MK, the male killer virus kills 99.9% of men on the planet. What the fuck? <laughs> oh, this is... Wait, I don't know where I saw this picked up, but... This is going to be the horniest show of the year. 100%. Five billion women for every five men. So a billion to one ratio. <laughs> what the fuck? Easy pickings, man. <laughs> what do you mean easy pickings? This is literally, it's not just easy pickings. It's a, you have the whole bunch. You have the whole bunch. I think bunch. there was a movie called Children of Men or something like that. Is that is this a thing? Like a real person movie. Ah, uh, 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 uh. um, a real person movie. Kind of tried to play on that. There's like one guy left. Um, there was a show about that. I think on FX, right? It was um, forget his name. Oh. You kind of feel me. I forget what the show's called. It's yeah. like it's like the Last Man Standing or something. I think though. it literally is called that. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, and uh. At least they didn't make that. They made that a decent ass drama show about humans. But yeah, okay. And, and the rest, they all look good. What's up? The preview is unreal. Oh yeah, straight up naked. Oh, let me uh, let me scroll down there then. World's End Harem. Yeah. Uh yeah, yeah. Oh oh, it's not, it's famously not real life. This is, this is an Ichi harem. What the? Y'all cannot watch this. <laughs> oh my god! Make sure mommy and daddy are not around. This one's for uh for the adults. This I just is... looked at the preview and like you know scrub through. I have to go to church. <laughs> I need to go confess my sins. God. So yeah, you got some horny ones this season. Um, look like you have a couple slices of life. So you got some trash boys. You got some. Uh... All right, this is a light one, guys. I mean, we this is one. There's no like ambiguity. I think we know if it's gonna hit, you know it now. Um, there are, there aren't a lot of uh, dark horses here. I would say it's either that one. Um, 
I would say Tribe Nine, but that's by Leiden Films. We know that famously kind of leans like romance slice of life, and there's a lot of guys in that poster. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> Yowie Fest for days, <laughs> baby. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, um, of this list, the ones that are uh, that you haven't seen any of at all. Yeah. I'm. I'm. So no Demon Slayer, no Platinum End. What? What was? What would be one on this list that you'd actually watch? I guess Ranking of Kings. I was gonna say Ranking of Kings is probably the one I watch first. Um, you know, by showing an ass trash brain, we'll probably pick up Strongest Sage just to see what's good. I mean, I watched that Serate Goshiki or whatever. Like, so you know, I'm a sh- shonen slut still too, so I may as well. You got to know who you are, right? Right. Um, for me, it'll probably be Case Study by Bonnie Toss because uh, I, I I haven't touched it. I didn't realize it's it was solid. You should watch. I didn't realize it was bones. Rad. Is there action? We got we got some fights oh, going yeah. on. Oh, word. Okay, cool. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Lots of action actually. Okay. That then that one up. And and the thing with vampires, vampires always been kind of like when it comes to anime, it's kind of a turnoff. Like I just when I see vampire, I mean we got Shiki, we got um you know Helsing Unlimited. I watched a long time ago and that was fine, but um I don't know vampires. Just you know. I don't know. I, I always liked vampire stories that kind of follow this where there's like an actual society built up. It's not just like one asshole vampire chilling somewhere like, you know, Jack the Ripper style. No, it's like like there's a nobility. There's like, you know, essentially like a reverse world similar to like, uh, like Castlevania. It has a whole other yeah, fucking society yeah, exactly. like alongside humans. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, yeah. So basically because they have the privilege of time. Right, they have the privilege of just like centuries of or no bless, but you didn't watch. Is it worth watching? Eh, it was I. That's what I say, right? I mean, I it seems like from just from the way you describe it, I'd rather watch case study than no bless. So I agree with that. There you go. All right, so I think that's the one I'm going to pick up immediately first, um, and then probably of all the other stuff I haven't seen, it might have to be ranking of kings. Um, it's just. The reviews look stellar. It's Wit Studio. You know it's you know it's quality. And god damn it, JoJo comes out this weekend. If it really is all twelve, <sighs> I'm kind of. I know next year, the second season or whatever of Vinland Saga comes out. So I don't know what season Ooh. that's in, but you know, I was hoping it was going to be this. This is one. a preview. Preview. This is I guess this preview. is like preview, preview, preview. preview. But okay. I was hoping it was this season. Evidently not. But I, I, you know, I'm, I'm very excited to pick that back up. That, that was a prologue, right? Like the first yeah. season was just a. But prologue. I'm just surprised. Like it's a wintry area. Why wouldn't you release it in winter? More at eleven. You know More at I mean? eleven. Those are that. Okay, that's there's a fair question. Like, I don't know if you noticed this. There's not like Christmas anime. There's like maybe a Christmas. Like, yeah, no, My Hero Academia had a Christmas special. They'll do that, yeah, but right. there's not like... And that happened in like July. Right, which is annoying <laughs> this as is shit. the dumbest shit. Um, I don't know, I just... I, I guess I noticed that and I was like, huh. When are we going to get a fucking shonen about Santa Claus? What's where, that going to happen? He's like, <laughs> he's actually like a superhero. Uh, yeah, right. He has to like fight off bad guys or... Easter no, Bunny, St. Pat, yeah, fight off... Uh, Krampus or Krampus? Oh, Krampus, yeah. Yeah, he has to yeah. fight off all the, like, evil... Uh, Dude, and the, the elves things. have, like, rankings and yeah. shit, and, like... And they have familiars who, like, rank... Dude, we can... That'd be kind of fun. We could do this. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. 
What would that what would that be called? Saint Nicu. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> All right, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Fucking Saint Nick, man. All right. Yeah. So <laughs> I want to go write a Christmas anime. I think it let us know in our Discord, which you can join on patreon.com slash ubology for one dollar and up a month. You know, just one dollar. There's other there's up, but there's just one dollar for the Discord. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but you can come into the Discord and speak to all of our past guests and all the lovely Patreon folk. Uh and tell us what is your favorite Christmas anime? Everyone's like, what's your favorite Christmas movie that's not die hard? Yeah, no. Yeah, I mean the answer has to be the Harry Potter series. For me, it might I don't know why it is. It might be elf. But it's definitely a Harry Potter series. They always have a Christmas scene in it because it always takes a, takes place over a year or yeah. and or snow. It just feels extremely Christmassy. I don't. Maybe it's the Scotland vibes. I, think I don't it's know the Scotland vibes for sure. Um, but I've always very much enjoyed watching them over Christmas break. I think it's I gotta, it's I almost like a, necess- yeah. a necessity to be honest. It's it's a ritual for you. Now. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what else? I, I for me it's Elf. Elf is always the winner. Uh, I honestly haven't watched Elf in years and years. I think it's like funny the still first holds like, up. maybe five times you watch it. <laughs> Which you can't say for most other things, I would say. The first five times you watch something. Yes. Is like, I the mean, comedy movies should be funny. Like That's the point. <laughs> Fair. Maybe I, I just watched it too early. You just got burnt out? Yeah. Yeah, I could feel that. I can feel that. But yeah, I, I gotta think of more Christmas movies. We're in the season now, baby. We're after. It's, I mean, Home is, Alone, I think, is a like a guaranteed you have to watch, too. Ooh. I didn't think the first two. The third one, nah, not I don't even me. recall the third one, so. Different kid. Different no, kid. Uh, screw that kid. <laughs> screw that kid. The name uh, Macaulay Culkin. Macaulay, yeah, only, the only Kevin that anyone right. cares about. Kevin! Kevin! <sighs> but yeah, you know what? Thank you, guys for coming to this quick little class hopefully the preview we gave you some of the sleepers we gave you the obvious bangers i think this season is going to be very di- uh, like uh, uh polarizing where if it sucks it sucks but if you know it's going to bang it's because you would have known it prior there i don't, I don't see a lot of sleepers li- lying in the middle here yeah um but if some are let us know in the discord like like i said uh but three dollars and up also can get you into the syllabus sidebar the lo-fi high vibe sometimes anime sometimes not sometimes visual sometimes on hiatus show where we have about 30 episodes on our patreon uh where we experiment with new types of things and stuff and talk about life so um all the links to everything we post our stuff on is in the description below wherever you're listening to this right now like comment subscribe on yeah, youtube I mean, you and can, things like that you can message us on instagram or twitter as well if you can you have uh, something to say about our uh or even fucking here. go old school and just throw us an email webologypodcast yeah. at gmail.com literally just Fire one Honestly, off. forgot we had an email. <laughs> right? No. Yeah, but you, you could literally, and we will immediately respond. Immediately. I mean, almost dangerously quick. Like we should be doing work and stuff, but immediately. I'm gonna Ethan, let I'm gonna let you really Ethan, just handle that. Then. Ethan promised me right before this episode. He just like, yes, I'll respond the second I get an email from yeah. from a fan, and he's never. Uh, broken a promise like that, so <laughs> you can trust him on that one. I so think that uh, we should <laughs> take the last five seconds of the podcast and rip it out here. Absolutely uh, not. Until I can promise things that should not have been promised on Ethan's behalf without telling him first. I'm Ricky, 
And I'm Ethan. Ricky promised to buy you all houses. And this is Billy Bology. Uh, deuces. deuces. Why'd you tell him that, dude? I told you that in confidence. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. Dude, How you played this game. <laughs> you played this game. I have to play this game.